Today we jump into ordinary time, a time in the cycle of our faith and church, which deepens us and helps us to see more deeply God's relationship with us and what that means in terms of our family life and daily life. And we learn so much as one week after another after another, God speaks to us. The question is, are we listening? God calls us. And in the scriptures today, there are two great stories, two great examples of God speaking and some important folks listening to what he said. Samuel was young. Young man, I would guess maybe even late high school, early college age in terms of what's going on in our lives today. And he was searching out. He was looking for the meaning for his life. He was trying to figure out what God was calling him to do. So Samuel um, paused and he was he sought out Eli as his mentor, his guide. And in the sanctuary where Eli was at, Samuel was sleeping. And God whispered, so to speak, into Samuel's ear. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. And Eli said, go back to sleep. Second time, Samuel came to Eli and said, here I am. Like, what do you want from me here in the middle of the night? Eli said, go back to sleep. The third time when God spoke to Samuel, he went to Eli. And by this time, Samuel had figured a couple things out. Samuel recognized that there had been such a long, long time, several generations when there had been no prophet in Israel, nobody to reflect with the people about God's word and God's expectations and call them to live more deeply their faith. No prophet. And Eli recognized it might be Samuel. So Eli said, go back to sleep. And when the Lord calls you, say, here I am. I come to do your will. And what happened was that a great restoration happened for Israel. A great reawakening of faith. There was one who was able to speak to them again about the power of God's word. Samuel had listened and continued to listen and then reflect in the people's presence everything that God had spoken to him. He became a great prophet, powerful prophet, prophet amongst the people. Well, in the gospel passage today, I just, uh, I have a, in my imagination, I have a feeling that this probably happened along the River Jordan. John the Baptist was there with two of his disciples and they were talking. We don't know about what. And Jesus walked by. And Samuel's gaze left the two disciples and looked at Jesus and said, there is the Lamb of God, behold. The two disciples said, scratch your head. What is 
what is John talking about? And because something touched them, as Jesus walked up the road, they followed. Didn't take long, probably, before Jesus realized that somebody's following me. It's not like a TV program where it could be somebody's going to rob us or do something bad. But Jesus recognized they're following me. So he stopped. And he said, what do you want? What is it you're seeking? Why are you following me? And Andrew and the other disciple, which is unnamed, but the scholars all say was probably John the Beloved, John the one that Jesus would ultimately fall in love with. So John, so Jesus said, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Andrew and the other disciple said, who are you? What are you about? Where do you live? That's what they meant when they said, where do you reside? Where do you live? They were curious. They wanted to know more. They wanted to be able to hear right from his mouth who he was and what he was all about. So it was not an address they were wanting when they said, where do you live? But it's what you're about and what are you up to? thinking all the while in this little conversation along the road, what John had said, John the Baptist, behold the Lamb of God. Something stirred in the hearts of Andrew and his companion. They didn't really know, I don't think, what they really wanted, uh, but that great curiosity and even, even more feeling that there's something about this man about Jesus. And so Jesus said, come and see. Come and see. So Andrew and his companion went on with Jesus to where he was staying that particular day. They stayed there all day long until four in the afternoon. And they listened to him intently and took it in deeply. They were captivated by Jesus and took it all in. We don't know what they talked about, but what we do know from this encounter in the scripture, they were moved deeply, so deeply that they felt a call, a call that they were expected to respond to this man. Not so much what he, they had talked about, but it was an encounter with the person. Jesus had touched their lives. They left and went to Simon Peter. Simon Peter was Andrew's brother, as you all know. And uh, they said, we've seen him. We've seen the Messiah. We spent all day with him until just this afternoon. And Peter said, well, I don't know what he said. But they took Peter to Jesus. And Jesus looked at Peter, saw something different than he saw in Andrew and Andrew's companion. He looked at Peter. Peter came to him with the same curiosity that Andrew and his companion had. And Jesus said to him, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. 
and another great restoration began. Another great revolution, if you want to call it, that the presence of Samuel changed the whole history of, of Israel. Now the presence of Jesus, not just Israel, but to the whole world. A restoration to the mercy, the love, and compassion of God. So, my friends, what would you say if Jesus said to you, what do you want? What are you seeking? What are you asking for? For many people, it might be, oh, we need a better job, or we need a, a raise, or we need a better house to live in, or we need my kids to come to church more often, those kind of things. But I think we need to turn the question around today in order for this Jesus revolution to happen. When Jesus asks, what do you want? I think if we want to truly be a disciple of the risen Lord, we need to ask, what do you want of me? You've touched my life. You've transformed me. I've, I'm seeking out something important, an answer to so many questions deep inside of myself. So we need to ask, what, to, what does Jesus want of us? It's so important. So I could begin, we're jumping into ordinary time. Ordinary time, the time in which we grow, change, listen over and over again to these great stories that hopefully will bring restoration to our world and transformation in our hearts. What we want is to respond to Jesus' invitation. We need to ask, in the year ahead, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, what do you want of us? What do you want of me? And allow God's word to speak. Like Samuel, in the middle of the night, he listened. And like Andrew, and his companion, they listened to all the things that Jesus said, but as the words came out of Jesus' mouth, it wasn't so much even the words, it was who he was. That was their question. Where do you live? They were asking, who are you? What is it about you? Why would John have, John have just said what he did? You were the Lamb of God. So, how wonderful it is to begin this ordinary time together, to be able to look forward to and, uh, and what Eli asked of Samuel and Jesus asked of Andrew and his companion to take in deeply all that you hear, to listen. Because God will speak to every one of us today in some way. He'll say different words to every one of us. But he'll speak to every one of us. And let us respond with an open heart that this year ahead will be a year of revolution in our world as we encounter our world and transformation in our hearts.